right, weekend edition sports byline broadcast. Marty Tread along the way. Don Antanasio, Purposeful Life Coach. We're going to get to talk football with her. This is great. This is a nice change of pace. You know, and she's right there on Long Island. What a gift. You know, the Jets got Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Garrett Wilson. They just picked up Dalvin Cook. They got two, uh, Will McDonald out of Iowa State, great defender. You know, I'm throwing a lot at you here, Don, but you're right there. And then you got the Giants. They have a chance to be good. You're a Cowboy fan, so you're nervous. But I'll tell you what, being the you're a native New Yorker up in Harlem, down on Broadway, I will tell you this. You're going to be in the catcher's seat on this radio program if the Jets and Giants are both good. You're pumped up for the start of the football season, I would imagine, then, right? I am very pumped up. I, I'm going to be watching more this year than um... – Previous years, it, football is just such a beautiful sport, such a team sport, and it gives me more more to follow, and Sundays are special, <laughs> Sundays, Mondays, I, and Thursdays. Yeah, and that's true, and here's where I want to go with you. You know, your Cowboys, some people think they're, you know, top five or six team in the league, so Dak Prescott stays healthy. You might you might be you're gonna have the catbird seat. You're gonna have the two New York teams to follow. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bone up on those. And then you got your beloved Cowboys. It'll be interesting. But you know, I'm glad to get a woman's perspective today because you know we do a lot of marketing analysis and television talk and you know the blogging and you know, a lot of the podcast and how the league is covered. And what's really amazing to me is how the NFL and corporate America has finally, and I'm going to sound like I'm pandering and I'm not because the, the numbers will back me up, but women following football at the NFL level, I'm going to keep college out of it for now because college would, would, would play into this, but I want to kind of narrow the scope. But it's a broadening scope. Women are a huge market share for the NFL to go after. So, Don, what do you what 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 attracts you as a woman or as a person to the National Football League? What is it that brings you to the level of excitement you are about it? And are you surprised that the league is doing so well with the uh, with the female demographic? Go ahead. I am not surprised that it's doing well with the women because. Sometimes women, they, they watch it with a group of friends, uh, male friends, their partner. So they're brought in. It, it can become something you share together in your relationship. And it's, it becomes that nice routine and looking forward to each game. I love it because I, I like it from the leadership aspect as well. And to watch teams grow and watch their strategy and of course, when you see your team win or any team that you admire and follow, um, that's what I like about it. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting. Corporate America is paying attention. They're doing some analysis now on car companies, Mercedes, some of the big ones, the BMW, the the Audi, uh, Toyota, and then you get into the you know the Apple Pie, Chevrolet, the Ford, the, you know the Kia, and I'm going back and forth between domestic. And import, but all of them across the border getting a slice of the pie and watch the commercials carefully because they seem to be not so subtly targeted towards women. Why is that, do you think? And then I've got a theory. <laughs> well, women, I, I have found out that um, 
more than half in some some surveys like such as Forbes said 60% of all new cars are sold to women and even when they're not maybe buying it they are influencing more than 85% of the purchases i know women do go for practicality and um, also safety safety is huge especially if you're a parent you look at the safety ratings and um, Women, women are driving. Everyone is driving, whether you're a college student. Yeah, you you hit the salient point early on in your dissertation there. 85% decision makers. That's amazing. That's eight and a half out of every 10 households. Mama's making the call. Why is that? Do you think guys are just, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are quote unquote car guys. But women do influence those decisions, the major purchases. And the two big ones are the home and the automobiles, correct? Absolutely. So women have uh, do their research, uh, are in charge of finances. And there, there are women who are just single parent or unmarried, just making those decisions for themselves, whether uh, or and for their their children who are drivers, women are making smart decisions with their money. And I'm not surprised, to be honest with you, because I've been doing it for a long yeah, no. time. I, I wonder if we did the same survey 20 years ago, what, what would it have yielded? Say we went back to 2000, right after 9-11. If we went to 2002, 2003, basically 20 years, what do you think we would find? I, I think we would find more male-dominated and male-influenced. I know that years ago, my father didn't want his daughters to be taken advantage of. So right. when it came to right. mechanics or car Interesting. purchases, Interesting. Yep. He, yep. He, yeah. But I, I think that women are smart shoppers overall, and it falls into this category as well. Yeah, I find it interesting, too. And I, the, the other dynamic I will tell you is women make smarter decisions than men. They're more practical. You hit practicality right off the bat. Guys will, you know, and I, I count myself among them, very emotional decisions, uh, more snap decisions, maybe not think things through. The practicality goes out the window, impulse buying, uh, some compulsive behavior. We don't need to go there. But no, I think that that's interesting. And, and like we say, the marketers, the car companies, the realtors, the insurance companies, the financial institutions, look who they're gearing the message to. And I'm telling you, Don, it's no longer even that subtle. It's alarming. You, you, and if you pay attention, if you watch you know, the NFL Network this weekend or you watch an NFL game here in September when the season starts, just take a pen and paper and a sticky note and watch the commercials. And don't even don't even want just listen to them. And at the end of the commercial stop set, say four or five minutes of commercials, sit there and say, who is more likely to respond to these ads, women or men? And you're right. About 80 percent of the time, 85 percent of the time you will answer women in the affirmative. It is absolutely stunning. It really and truly is. So uh, great analysis on that. All right. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Here is a marketing wonder kind. Now, have you watched the Netflix piece on him? Has someone tipped you off about it? Um, he's the face of the NFL right now. Whether we like it or not, 
He's the face of the National Football League right now. Patrick Mahomes, give me a quick hit. I um, I noticed it pop up on Netflix, and even uh, I've always admired him. I've admired him um, with the Kansas City Chiefs and with uh, Texas Tech, and he's young. He's going to be 28 years old, and I admire him for his character and leadership, and he's truly one of those people that lead me to want to watch the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, hands down, just like when you would say a Michael Jordan, like I used to watch the Bulls because of Michael Jordan, to be honest with you. And I'm not ashamed to say that some players and often the quarterback make it especially interesting. He's unpredictable. um, And he's so talented. He's exciting to watch, Don. I mean, he really is. And he he draws in the casual fan. And I'm not suggesting you or women in their totality are casual fans, but they're not as dyed in the wool by and large by the men. But that being said, it's guys like Mahomes that draw people in. And the women love him. And I'm not going to go to looks or anything like that. But here's the other thing I'm going to tell you about him. His style of play is unbelievable. Um uh, he played injured last year. I mean, I've never seen an ankle injury get so much attention, but it did. And he played despite uh, where a lot of guys might have bowed out. But I think it also goes above and beyond that. His personality, how he deals with the media, how he looks into the camera. He's kind of, and you brought up Jordan, and I bring up Steph Curry in basketball. He's got that personality. There's charisma there. Do you find yourself drawn in by his personality in as much as you do his amazing Houdini-like talent on the football field, Don? I do. He, he, he smiles when he speaks. And it's not about him, although clearly the, the cameras focus on him. But during a win, he makes it about whoever, his coach or any of the other players. He's not trying to hoard the attention and he's very motivational and again it's that leadership and he's all about his team and I um I I admire him because he's young he's a family man and he comes from a father who was a professional uh major league player uh in um baseball and I learned through the trailer of Netflix that he he said this powerful mantra, and I'm all about those affirmations. He said, I'm here all day, and he's, like, repeating it. So that's so powerful. It is. And, uh, yeah, his dad, Pat Hughes, uh, or Pat Mahomes, was a uh, pretty darn good good athlete, too. Uh, a lot of teams, uh, but could, could clearly play baseball. What's interesting to note is Patrick Mahomes is every bit as good a baseball player is he is a football player. That's almost scary to think. And by the way, he owns a piece of the Kansas City Royals right now. Hey, Don, one more. What story is more compelling to you? Aaron Rodgers is a wily 39-year-old veteran trying to bring New York and the Jets to Vegas in the Super Bowl next February, or Mahomes trying to go back-to-back and win a third Super Bowl with the Chiefs, third in, in, in four years? What do you think? What story <laughs> is more compelling? That's really interesting. They're they're both super interesting as far as the there's something new to the Aaron Rodgers aspect because it's brand new and it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see. I would just be I, I'm interested in watching both, but I, I would say the Aaron Rodgers because it's 
a totally new thing. And you know what? And and this isn't a disparaging remark against New Yorkers, but New Yorkers, when it's big, they love it. And if the Aaron Rodgers story is big and media garnering attention and prolific and five or six wins out of the shoot, say a five and one or six or, 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 you know, an eight and one start to the season, you know, as well as I do, there's a lot of papers in New York and websites. There's the daily news, the post, the times Newsday. You've got sports radio. You've got, you know, you've got all the national media. It's New York. I mean, everyone's got their home. It's a media Mecca. They will love the Aaron Rodgers story. It's going to be fascinating. Hey, we're out of time. We'll have to do uh, vision boards next week. And uh, we're proud to say we got a huge guest next week. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll save that for Monday. Don, make it a great weekend. Phenomenal job out of you. We appreciate it. You too, Marty. You got it. Don Antonacio, uh, weighing in on football, the purposeful life coach. We look forward to it. All right, we'll come back. Scores, interviews, and highlights throughout the weekend edition. Don't forget, coming up a week from this weekend, Football, the fifth quarter takeover with myself, Marty Terrell, and Charlie Gibbons. Saturday nights across the country on iHeart, around the globe on the American Forces Radio Network. We're presented in part by Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa. We're coming back. Wrap it up. Take you to the top of the hour here on Sports Byline. 